1: Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckle lap around the motorsports industry. Covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl.
2: right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio, FM 96.1. AM 1170.
0: The answer.
2: The segment brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. You got a business that has a cash register and you need a cashier, but you're having trouble with those guys? Well, why not give Southwest a call? 1-800-540-2149. They can hook you up with a self-checkout system to where you don't have to mess with that. That's right. Southwest Point of Sale. Check these guys out. Also, John's Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue. They'll take very good care of you. And then, of course, Black Forest Motorsports, Porsche, BMW, Mini. You got it. They drive it. Go to blackforestautomotive.com. Hey, kiddo. How you doing?
0: Doing well, Dave. It's nice spending the afternoon with you.
2: It's very nice spending the afternoon with you as well. And what is going on with our call-in guests?
0: Well, part two, if you will. Part
2: two, if you will.
0: If you listeners were, if you join us earlier today during Yak Radio, Mm -hmm. you know that we had two very passionate ladies in studio with us. We had both the founder and the community relations director of Street Racing Kills. Yep. And uh, they have more to tell us, and it is very relative to racing, racetracks, etc.
2: And they're looking for racetracks to partner with to give these kids an alternative to street racing.
0: Yes, and they're committed to getting to know the race culture as well.
2: Yeah, since they're kind of new at it. They did go to NHRA, they met John Force, which is probably one of the (laughs) craziest ways to get indoctrinated into the... (laughs) Drag racing scene, but yes. uh, John took care of him like family uh, between the noise and the smells and yes. the burning. The
0: burning of the eyes. It they experienced little, yeah,
2: it all. It was a little bit of an <laughs> eye opener, I guess.
0: You can see, Brendan. Do we have both of them online?
2: They're both online. Oh,
0: okay, so we have Lily Trujillo and Lori Agumero. How
2: are you doing, kids?
0: Hello, hello. Hello again. <laughs>
2: All right. Hi. So we found your your glasses. So we'll see. They so we were
0: you. under the chair. Yeah.
2: So we'll see you <laughs> shortly. But Thank uh, you. for for the racing community, go ahead and kind of give us a rundown of what we talked about at one o'clock.
3: Well, definitely sure. about how street racing kills was founded, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and our mission to save lives is by mentoring and creating awareness about the illegal dangers of street racing mm-hmm. um, and traffic safety among the youth.
2: So, go ahead and tell us a little bit about why you put this program together.
4: Um, I needed to create someone that would, uh, something that would definitely keep me with my daughter here forever. As well, I think Lori agrees, this is the way that we found to keep our loved ones with us in a selfish way and to save lives. And, mean, you know, let our loved ones uh, death not be in vain and um, educate the public the youth, about what what racing really is, about the tracks that you can go to, about the Mm -hmm. car culture, and, you know, and learn to have that that, that respect on the road,
1: and also
4: the respect for speed and where to take it, Mm -hmm. where it's in a safe and legal environment.
2: Mm -hmm. And you work with children, you know, at driving ages to try to explain to them the errors of a bad decision.
3: Yeah, we definitely, we talk to the teen and uh, the youth about, you know, we share with them videos, PowerPoint presentations. We have victim speakers like myself and Lily who speak with them, police officers. We give them awareness material. Uh, We have role playing activities, you know, just so they really understand, like, what can happen when you make a bad decision. Uh, You know, the consequences are deadly. Valentina and Bethany are the reality of what happens when you're racing on the streets and you're recklessly driving, and lives are changed forever.
0: But beyond talking to them, you want to show them that there is an alternative—that you can oh, race, but it can be much safer. And it might have been off-air; I'm not sure during Yak Radio. But you said I would love to see every track out there have some sort of outreach, community, something. Can you expand yeah, on we that? We would love
3: to. Pro- we would love to. We would love to partner with the tracks. And see if we can provide a program with the tracks that would give these kids an alternative to racing on the streets to take it to the track. That would be awesome if we could do that because we know that they're going to do it. We know that they enjoy racing. We know they love that adrenaline rush. But we don't want to see them losing their lives. We don't want to see them killing innocent people. And if we can partner with tracks to provide a program where we can take the kids to the track and we can offer them this alternative, that would be awesome. We, we have already partnered with one track um, in Irwindale and we go there with alias Motorsports and CHP and we we give this uh these kids an opportunity to race up the track but you know that's only one track we would love to partner with more mm-hmm.
0: I don't know why a track wouldn't want to do that they're saving lives they're getting more people to fall in love with racing as i have they've got more people in the stands to me it's a win 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 situation yeah
4: definitely i think that is uh, and it's not just like um we would love, of course, you know, do the field trips and going there and, you know, and creating awareness and have a booth, right? And special occasions. But if each track will have an outreach community program for the youth, I think it will be just a one win situation for, for everybody, not only for the track, but for everyone. And that especially you get to know what the car cultures are about. You know, the once you're in there, it's a family. It's definitely what I've seen and I learned, uh, <laughs> while going there so I needed to understand why this was happening so much and I also wanted to see the other side where people just go there and it's a huge huge family where nobody cares what race you are, what mm-hmm. social preference you are, what come, come back when you belong to.
0: It's about the love for the automobile. And the racers who are listening, they know that. And the crew that's listening, you know that. And to the racetrack owners and promoters, um, I hope you don't think, oh, goodness, this is just more work for me. Because these two ladies, they've done a lot of that work already.
2: And and we're not talking drag strips only. We're talking a racetrack, whether it be a circle track, whether it be a road course, whether it's a dirt, whether it's asphalt because adrenaline is adrenaline is adrenaline is adrenaline and kids will do all of the above if the opportunity arises and all it takes is you want to you know do you want to (laughs) race
0: that's all it took for me (laughs) and that's
2: all it all it takes but instead of saying yeah let's go it should be yeah how about this saturday yeah at Paris Auto Speedway, or Barona Speedway, yep. or make
0: it attainable, Pomona make it,
2: Drag Race, or Irwindale, or what have you. Mm-hmm. But if we can't say, I'll meet you at, then, what are, gonna they, then what are they going to do? And this is where it falls on politicians, it falls on city leaders, councilmen, mayors, police chiefs, you know, it takes, and you guys are working with the LAPD, Right.
4: Yes, yes,
2: LAPD and CHP, which CHP. is huge, and and a lot of people may not know this. So if everybody's getting all your shorts in a bundle, the LAPD does that program on their own nickel. They oh. they take no city money. It you know the citizens are not paying for it. It comes out of donations from the from the motorsport sector. Really, in all honesty. Or the police officers not only do this on their own time, but they pay for it. Am I not? And we didn't even talk about that earlier, but right?
3: Yeah, you know, one of the things that talking to our CHP officer that helps us and our LAPD officers is they're getting tired of seeing these innocent people lose their lives, and they wanted to do something about it. Mm -hmm. They're getting tired of making death notifications. You know, we've we've talked about that in our program before, and they're like, you know, the hardest thing is You know, they join the force to save lives. Mm -hmm. And having to make a death notification Mm -hmm. is something that they said they will never forget. You know, it's just heartbreaking to know that they're making a death notification when it was something that was 100% preventable.
2: All right, let's take a quick break. We got one more segment with these lovely ladies. Don't touch it. It's streetracingkills.org. Go online, donate, help, volunteer. If you're a track promoter, You will never go wrong by partnering with these two. Mm -mm. We're going to take a quick break. Why? Because it is Racer Radio, FM on 96.1 AM 1170.
0: The answer.
2: All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by El Cajon Ford. Uh, take a run down El Cajon Ford. They do have inventory at 1595 East Main Street in El Cajon. Go to com. They support Verona, and so do we. In fact, their schedule is out.
0: Yes, it is. It's all
2: over Facebook, yes, social media. It's everywhere. But you can also go to their website at VeronaSpeedway.com, VeronaSpeedway.com. Start marking your dates. April for the, 2nd. For the races Opening. that you... You want to attend? Brittany's already got hers all marked. I
0: sent it to my crew immediately. Forty-two minutes after it was posted, I know
2: You're lagging, girl. It was, uh, You're lagging.
0: Posted.
2: All right. So we've got a very special segment. Normally we talk dirt and circles, but today we're talking uh, illegal drag racing. Really, right really down to the nuts and bolts of it. How bad it is. How traumatic it is, and how when it when it happens and it affects families uh, deep and wide. And we have two individuals uh, that both one lost a niece and one lost a daughter. And they are making a change one day at a time. And they need our help, whether you're a race promoter or whether you're a business, whether you're – I mean, they do have great partners like AAA, State Farm, but it takes a cadre of people. Uh, These two girls will travel anywhere and everywhere to get the word out. They talk to high schools. They work with the LAPD, ladies. Welcome back.
4: Thank you. Thank you Thank so you much. We're happy us. to be
2: here. All right. So, what do you want to? What do you want to chat about this segment <laughs> that we might have
4: missed? Um, I think uh, we've touched a lot of subjects, uh, but one of the ones that I don't know if we talked about it a second ago, but I want to just to you know reinstate that we need to educate, and that there's a, that's something that I take very much into my heart and i want to be passionate about saying it and spreading the word how everybody has to be educated into the car culture and what it is a lot of people are just ignorant about it mm-hmm. uh, a lot of i think the politicians have to know the city consumers like we said before because they uh, need to know that opening a racetrack is not nothing but it's actually life saving you open up a racetrack let people come in and to open up more racetracks we need more racetracks in san diego in whole California. So these people and the car culture can have some place to go. So the youth has a place to go and to practice and not to have them go so far away. They're all so far away. They're here, they're there. No excuses. Let's just open up more races and please speedies, allow us to come in, allow them to come in. This is a family of people that love the car culture and it's actually going to be life saving. So we need for this, uh, not to be closing racetracks, but open, letting them be open and opening them more.
0: I was talking to him, Dave, um, as they were leaving the studio after Yak Radio, mm-hmm. how you have helped get the TV personalities out to the track sure. to experience it. And I pass that on to these ladies. Maybe they do that with the politicians just so they really become part of it or experience it at least for one day, and that may begin to resonate with them
2: wouldn't you love to put a politician in the car with John force oh jeez <laughs> yeah.
0: you'd have to film that you put a GoPro on him
2: yeah, just put a GoPro, well that and a and a di- diaper and a diaper yeah. you got to put a diaper yeah. on him but you know we we, we kind of jest a little bit about it, but this is an extremely serious topic because like I said you know we started this the, the show with the fact that they've lost family members uh one sixteen mm-hmm. and the other one twenty three and any age you lose a family mm-hmm. member, you know, is a it's terrible that's age. that's preventable. Yeah, that is preventable. Yeah. And they can't take it back. Yes, there's programs out there, but these two girls are doing it on their own. I mean, they're doing it, you know, every day. That's their passion. With and, their two angels. With their two angels. And they need help. <laughs> And they need is, and they're up in the LA area, but that doesn't mean anything. They
0: drove down to San Diego today. That's right. Mm-hmm. They will go
2: here, there, and everywhere. So
3: we were in Sacramento yes. three weeks ago, and last year we were in Dallas, Austin, Houston. Wow. Um, we do a lot of stuff virtual via Zoom. We've talked to people in Florida and New York. You know. Our angels are taking us everywhere. I, you know, there's nothing like losing a loved one, especially yeah. something to something that's 100% preventable. But, you know, I never ever thought in a million years that I would be burying Bethany at 23 years old. Yeah. And to go through the whole process and, and share that with the youth, and I talk to them about what it's like to bury somebody. And we talk about our autopsy report. And, you know, just so they get an understanding, like, this is reality. And what they can do to prevent that. We want to be, like you said, proactive, not reactive.
2: Right. And what could, yeah, and it- what could tracks do for you? Uh, maybe allow chill- kids driving ages to maybe experience what it's like to drive on the track. Because I know Barona, you know, we've got a group of drivers up there that have extra cars that, I mean, all I have to do is, like I've done it with TV personalities, you know, say, hey, let them drive. Okay. yeah. You know, I mean, you know, the cars are ready to go. And, you know, so if the track, you know, in your area, you know, say they race Saturday night, well, they say Saturday at 11 o'clock, you know, they could host a bunch of kids out there and give them an opportunity to see what it's like. You never know. Mom and dad might foot the bill and put them in a race car. Cause there's cars out there that are 1500, $2,000, but if you can Push that adrenaline onto a a track with safety gear and helmets and neck braces and fire extinguishers and fire crews. Then you don't have to worry about them on the streets. And it's and it's been proven that once you start racing at a track, your adrenaline rush goes away on the street. You just you're just not you're just not doing it. Or you're th- that decision. If somebody does pull up alongside you. Makes you think before you make that, that fatal oh, yeah, error. I just
0: laugh because it's like <laughs> the real race is this weekend. Yeah. You know, it's that. not tonight. <laughs> it's not now on Mollison. <laughs> yeah.
3: Totally. I have more that. respect too true. for the road. Mm mm-hmm. well, yeah, You yeah. get on the track and then you realize, wow, like the, 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 the power, the speed that you can go on uh-huh. the track. Um, you know, I've been in the car when I did go to the track and I wanted mm-hmm. to experience that because I wanted to learn and understand, like, how can I help educate. You know the youth and I went on the track with um, with our officer and that thing was fast <laughs> <laughs> and it just gave me a whole different kind of respect for the road um, the respect for speed and also how fast something can go wrong yeah, oh.
4: yeah. I also think that uh, once, I mean if we can get more youth involved it could be just a phase that they're going through right and then I have my sister I don't know if I want to do it anymore
0: or really love it and stay there and stay
4: on the track.
1: Right.
0: That's a good point. They could have a almost controlled crash, a crash where nothing bad happens, and then they're like, "Oh Ooh. yeah, I don't ever want to do like that, that again." Well, how many yeah. ki-
2: how many kids you know not this not not sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, but younger kids that go out to Barona have a, a rollover or they have. I mean, they're fine. They're they walk away and they go, "That's it. I'm done. You're not getting <laughs> yeah. me in a race not car again." <laughs>
4: Exactly. I think it'll really help yeah. uh, better, better
2: decisions on the road. Right. Yeah,
3: like I told you, Dave, I was a, I, I was a boxer for 17 years. And I, after I stopped boxing, I would help um, train kids, right, about boxing. And, you know, they, everybody wants to get in the ring. Everybody wants to fight. But then when they got in the ring, they're yep. like, yeah, never mind. I yep. got hit. I don't want to do this Absolutely.
2: <laughs> you know, I've got I got to tell you, this is a major compliment. You must have been an amazing boxer. You're,
3: I was on the women's USA boxing team in
2: 2012. Because your face is beautiful.
3: Yeah, that's true.
2: You must have never, <laughs> ever, hit, never. ever got hit.
3: hit. That was the goal, Dave. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, because I could imagine your nose like a mushroom well, and your cauliflower. Better. You <laughs> are gorgeous. When you told me that, I went, holy mackerel, this girl's got to be... You know, fast as a butterfly yeah. and sting Stings like, like a
3: me. bee. <laughs> yep, that was my idol. <laughs> Mine, too. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. I couldn't help it. He taught me how to age. You were very feminine,
2: right? Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, well, I already told you, Lily. Want, nobody wants to make you mad, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, Easy. Well, your passion precedes you. I think it's so, so important that more and more people know of your story. Uh, you're on Facebook, uh, so people could follow you there.
0: Streetracing.org as well.
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. Street racing kills. Kills.
0: Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Dot org. .org. Streetracingkills.org. It's a very organized spot.
2: And if you're, if you feel your school could use their help, reach out to them. Uh, there is no road too far. There is no distance too, too short, you know, and ladies, I, I, I can't thank you enough for. You know, driving down but i know you're so passionate about it there was no way you wouldn't have done this uh Definitely. so consequently i mean you do all kinds of events you're doing them virtually you're doing them in person uh and and the fact that AAA and and far uh state farm and the lapd are all helping you you know i mean that's just that's just amazing
4: yeah, thank yeah, you. We're so, been so a long head, We're so happy that they, they are. We we're very, very blessed, and then believe it's for you guys to have us here on your show today as well.
2: Well, it's totally, totally our pleasure. Uh, now, all you have to do is come here and get your glasses.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I left my glasses. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having us today. Honestly, like together, you know, by doing this, have doing this together, we're saving lives together, and it's nice to have everybody a part of this movement.
2: Yeah. Well, without, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, you're absolutely, absolutely correct. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Brittany will meet you down in the uh, parking lot. Uh, so we will see you again down the road. And, uh, folks, we're going to take a quick break. You are listening to Racer Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170.
0: The Answer.
2: welcome to Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue in lovely Santee. Check them out, certifiedcarcare.net. All right, we got Ken McWilliams on. How you doing, Ken?
5: Good. How are you guys doing?
2: Not bad. All is well. Are, are you surviving, not racing?
5: Uh, I've actually... Racing. I did uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day in Arizona.
0: Mojave uh, uh, right? Mojave, I believe.
2: Yeah. So you're all right. You're not you're doing okay. You're not stressing.
5: Yeah, we're doing all right. We're gonna try to go to Arizona in uh begin of February before the season out here starts. So Yeah. See how that goes. What do you drive? Um, for the little four cylinders it's uh uh, 2002 chevy cavalier
2: <laughs> but you know that is, is it me or is that series really really taking off
5: not super super taking off i mean you can go get a car for five six hundred bucks get it out throw a cage in it and get your safety stuff and go Ooh. racing for, go racing you know, a couple grand yeah
2: <laughs> yeah and if you don't do anything silly you could probably last all season even probably on a set of tires, really. Yeah,
5: I uh, I replaced one tire when I ran on asphalt last year, and I went to Walmart. My tires are forty eight dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! As opposed to one fifty for the Hoosiers, we have to use yeah, as if as not as more.
2: Uh, that yeah, is exactly. that is so. F-
0: are there any requirements for tires, or anything runs?
5: Um, yeah, they got to be either the steel or, uh, stock aluminum rims and, uh, they got to be DOT street, non-racing tires.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you, and you know, what about roll cages?
5: Yeah. Just a standard four point roll cage is all you need.
2: Oh, so you don't even have to get carried away and put a, you know, heavy duty one.
5: No, just into the half tubing. You don't need even need, uh. Uh, the bigger cages like the faster cars. I mean I don't understand why we're almost going as fast as them. I mean we're probably five, ten miles an hour under them, but you know, it's still a hard hit when you get hit.
2: Yeah, I thought you guys were going, you know, going pretty quick. I mean I think people just assumed, you know, a little four cylinder cavalier, how fast could it go? <laughs> well you've proved yeah, proved them wrong.
5: Yeah, depending on the track and stuff we're roughly about a second off from you know like the hoppy stocks or you know the factory stock so i mean we're off but not by that much and once people start kind of figuring out things and how to set up a little bit better i mean we're just going to get faster
2: well and and you're absolutely right and because there's really i mean it's got to be basically stock but i mean as far as setup goes you can pretty much do whatever you want right
5: Um, No, it's got to be pretty much stock, too. I mean, the only thing as far as setup is you could put, you know, a spring spacer in or, Uh, uh, you know, maybe cut a spring or, you know. But, yeah, we don't even want to, you know, put different springs in. We're not supposed to put different control arms. We're not supposed to uh, relocate, you know, relocate things to make, you know, more camber or anything like that. So it's got to be pretty much stock, but... You know the biggest thing with the setup is just trying to find the right tire size, you know, to make the good gear ratio for whatever track you're at.
2: Well, and tire and tire pressure. A lot of people don't realize it, but tire pressure is really important uh, depending on the track that you're you're on. But do you mainly run dirt or asphalt?
5: Uh, I run mainly dirt. I just ran asphalt a couple races last year. Just uh, uh, one of the local tracks was trying to to get the class going and. I had a free date so uh it was pretty close so we went out there and ran asphalt
2: yeah but you didn't stay there very long did you
5: <laughs> no i've run asphalt a few a few other times and it's it's a long day and it's boring yeah i
2: you know, would think, think so because so, yeah because you're stuck i mean you're stick at least on dirt man you can have some fun because all these cars are what front wheel drive
5: yeah these are all front wheel drive cars
2: what did you rate what'd you race before this or have you always been in – is this the only class you've been in?
5: No, I've uh, I've raced the figure eight at Paris mainly for the last few years. And uh, geez, before that, I ran street stocks and, oh. you know, a few little things here and there. But, yeah, uh, probably like the last seven or eight years, mainly what I did is just run figure eight at Paris.
2: Yeah, and then now that you're doing the, uh, you know, the sport compact – it's probably more of a financial thing than anything because you're still getting the best bang for your buck as far as giggles go.
5: Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, Paris, you know, the good thing about the figure eight at Paris is it's, uh, there's not really no rules. So, you know, where the hobby stocks or the street stocks and stuff like that, like they have rules, but you got to buy a power. Uh, mm-hmm. When it's pretty much an open comp in the figure eight, you don't have to, you know, buy the stuff to, to hide the power, you know? Yeah. And the four cylinders are definitely the best thing for your buck. Cause like I said, I mean, I, I've known, um, I bought my car race ready, but I mean, I've known guys who put together a car for a thousand bucks, took it out there and and has ran with it and had fun.
2: Sure. Well, and I think the key to that class is fun because that's really oh, what 100%. it's all about, right?
5: Oh, 100%. I have just as much fun in that as, you know, if not more than I do in the figure eight. The uh, figure eight. I mean, it's two totally different types of oh. activity, yeah. but, yeah. I mean, it's they're so evenly matched. You know, It's uh, fun.
0: I like that almost anyone could do it. We had a guest in here uh, recently, David Hunt's fiance right. Angela, I believe. She was sitting in the stands watching at Barona. By the end of the week. She had gone on Craigslist, found a race-ready one for $600, and told her fiancé, I just bought a race car, and I need you to go pick it up. It was that easy. Yeah, <laughs> like, 600
2: bucks, ready to roll.
0: Yeah, I raced with David a few times at Brona
5: and and, uh, and Cocoa Pot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at Ventura once, and he, he's, he's a good dude. I've talked to Angela a few times. I, I haven't really known her too well. But, yeah, I mean, they're good people. and Yeah. Uh,
0: and she made it happen for herself like really it's it's not if you really want it and you really want to race I think for that division you can make it happen almost anyone can make it happen right.
2: and, and you don't oh yeah, 100%. and you don't have to do it I mean if, if it's okay so say somebody wads into a fender or a door or a quarter panel all right that's all right you know I don't have 250 thousand dollars wrapped up in this car mm-hmm. you take a sledgehammer you pound it back out and go get them
5: yeah, it's pretty much exactly what it is. So I just yeah, got
2: a I just got a I just got a text from Scott. He said it looks like your this class is coming to Paris Auto Speedway this year. So that should be good for you.
5: Yeah, I'm definitely stoked about that. I talked to uh, I mentioned it to Don last year, and <laughs> I actually wanted to try to get a race uh, last year uh, there. It just didn't work out, and then. Uh, you know, I think uh, myself and a few other people asked him about it. and He's bringing it on this year, so uh, it's good, man. Awesome. Our Paris has got an awesome facility, mm-hmm. nice big track. So I'm curious to see uh, <laughs> you know, how fast we can get those big yeah. cars or the little cars going on that big track. And um, it's just it's another good track to add to the to the IMCA rotation. The, try to get a state
2: championship boy you're gonna wind that little car (laughs) up so tight it's gonna scream at you
5: (laughs) yeah luckily motors are like 300 bucks
2: (laughs) yeah yeah so what's the big deal it slaps in you can throw it in there in a couple hours and you're back on the track again well and you know i i it's I, i mean i've been doing this a long time and i've seen a lot of race divisions Come and go, come and go. And this one is probably the most cost-effective, bang for your buck, biggest smile on your face for the least amount of money spent ever. And as long as your ego can handle Uh it, Mm -hmm. and you don't have to have the biggest, the baddest, and the fastest. The loudest. The loudest. This is the way to fly, I think.
5: Oh, yeah, 100%. You don't need to have the fastest car. I mean, when I went up to Arizona... Uh, I don't think I had the fastest car. Uh, I just was fortunate enough to find the smoothest line. And yeah. that's what made it lucky enough to, to beat out some faster cars and some good drivers to to win. But, um, yeah, you don't have to. And I think it, it's really, really going to grow at Paris, especially because, you know, on the night of destruction, they run the little four-cylinder class. and A lot of those guys, they're tired of working on the cars. Yeah. You know, week in and week out from the full contact that, you know, they're going to start building cars for, uh, you know, the actual roundy round, actual racing. And uh, I, mean, I already know five or six guys that are building cars to run that class. And that's not including, you know, people I haven't talked to and mm-hmm. people that going to come from other tracks and stuff like that as well. So I-, I can see by the end of the year or the end of next year they're getting these leads.
2: 25 30 cars yeah and, and it's a great entry level i mean if you're if you're just wanting to see if you want to do racing but you don't want to spend if all the money not out too much money now granted you could stay in the class i mean you could just stay in it and not leave it ever or you know it's a it's just a great uh great stepping stone so no i i think this is just strictly a win-win all the way around if you ask me
0: yeah, you could always leave it when you're like, I want to spend more money on racing. Yeah, all what right. what should I do next?
2: Yeah, what should I do next?
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think with all the cars, you know, I mean, most of the tracks I've been to, it's all been fairly close. I mean, uh, I, I've only been at one race, you know, where a bunch of people has uh, got laughs and that's because, you know, it was a lot of new drivers. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they weren't very familiar with the cars or anything like that. But once, you know, they got their bearings, I mean, you know, you don't see a lot of cars that are getting lapped. They're always, you know, pretty close racing. If somebody makes a mistake, you know, there's somebody there to challenge them to that position or overtake it. So, uh, you know, it's going to be great for the fans and it's going to be great for the you know, the racers, and which is going to make it great
2: for the track. All right. So I don't know if you do or you don't, but we always ask our drivers to call in. Got any sponsors?
5: Um, yeah, I got a few. I mean, I just got a... CrossFit Marietta, Marietta Barville, and then Collins Fabrication, and uh, I think that's pretty much it. It's just uh, Oh, Jose's structure repair. My dad deals with me a lot. And, uh,
0: <laughs>
2: Wait a minute, I, hey, I mean, was that first? To... Was that first one a food uh, food sponsor?
5: No, it's CrossFit Marietta, the gym.
0: Oh, CrossFit.
2: See, I keep trying to get you guys yeah. and girls to start getting a food sponsor. He said
0: CrossFit, not croissant, Dave.
2: Oh, I thought for sure. Because cause if you get a food sponsor, dude, you never have to worry about making sandwiches because everything's done for you. <laughs> I
5: know. I'm trying. I need to get like a pizza place or something. Yes. So, to hook it up with some pizzas.
2: Yeah. You know? Nick Novak See?
0: knows about that. Yeah, Didn't Nick he get Novak. Pits and or something?
2: Well, he's even got a beer sponsor. <laughs> but that's not working yeah. until after the racing, yeah. but. No, it sounds – so how many years have you actually been racing? Because we can't tell how old you are over the
0: – No. F-
5: oh, man. <laughs> uh, oh, that, that, that long? That <laughs> long, huh? <laughs> yeah, probably 17, 18. Wow. Years.
2: You're
0: yeah. not giving it up anytime soon, no, are you? No, 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 I don't
5: plan on it. Yeah. yeah this, uh, is
2: your, this is your stress reducer, right?
5: Uh, it depends on the day. It Ta- depends on the day. It causes more stress and reduces it, but it's all worth it once you get in the car. Yeah,
0: show. yeah. I, I think the prep for me causes stress, but while it, behind the wheel, I call it therapy.
2: Yeah, Brittany is a school teacher, and I don't know if Scott told you, uh, but she's a smidge over 40, a smidge, and she races a dwarf car. So the rule of thumb is you go nowhere near the car with her in it prior to a race. Because she won't talk to you.
5: Yeah, yeah. We're
0: we're, <laughs>
5: we're the same age, and, and I, I always wanted to drive a golf cart. It looks super fun to
2: drive.
0: It is. Why haven't you?
2: Uh oh. Sounds like a challenge. No, no I'm you know, just
0: curious. Why? I,
5: I'm, a, I'm a I'm a baller on a budget. You know, I gotta. Oh. I don't have the funds to drive those things. Those well, things are expensive.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I run on a school teacher pay, so <laughs> I just try to stay out of trouble.
2: Yeah. <laughs> She just she just yeah. now got power steering last season, so she is... Yeah, I've only
0: raced three races with power steering. It's nice after five years without it.
2: But you should see she can't weigh more than one hundred and thirty pounds, maybe one hundred and twenty. Dave, I oh, told I'm you one hundred and
0: twenty. Stop adding. 10 and she's pounds.
2: got guns like a like a weightlifter. Little, little
0: pistols. <laughs> little thirty-eight Smith right, and Wesson.
2: Muscle.
0: Yeah. Well, have fun this season. Yeah. I, I. It seems like a fun division. I'm always curious, though, why they're the one division that revs their motors the most.
2: Hey, hey, hey!
0: They do. I don't want to <laughs> ruffle feathers, but I kind of do. Why do they rev their engines more than any other division?
2: Tell them, Ken, keep them spark yeah. plugs clean.
5: <laughs> Is that it? Yeah, honestly, come with her. I don't know why people ah, do that, man. They're in thank and they you. rev it up, and it's like, you know, they're not like cool towns. Right? Ah, like, I love him. <laughs> you know, oh, I love him because it's true. Like,
0: Oh, they're just excited.
2: Yeah, a so, bunch of lawnmowers. Going, I do understand. <laughs> oh, but he
5: knows
2: so what ge- I'm yeah, about. So I guess you're... don't why they do that either. So what you're telling is you don't do that. No, I don't do He's that. He's not contributing.
5: I, I, think it's, I think it's kind of dumb, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I love this.
0: Thank you for your honesty.
5: I just and go. So, yeah.
2: so, so hey. Ken, are you on that nasty social media so people can follow you around?
5: Yeah, I'm on... Uh, facebook just by my name and then on instagram i think it's uh ken underscore
2: five
0: two right. okay he thinks think.
2: all right well hey we'll be talking yeah. to you we'll be talking to you during the season see how well you do uh we do have this weird deal We had drivers call in they win on their next race so it happens if it happens you can call back anytime you want
5: well, i hope so it's a two-day show in my hobby and it gets
2: more expensive out there. So. Yeah, there make you it go. worth it. Make <laughs> it worth it. All right, buddy, you take sure, care. All right, thanks. All right, folks, this is Racer Radio. We'll be right back. We got another great guest coming right here on FM 96 1AM 1 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio, FM 961, AM 1170.
0: The answer.
2: The segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic. I already did that one. All right, who's your special guest there, Sunshine?
0: Well, I'm hoping we have Daniel Blair, a trackside reporter, occasional play by play commentator for NBC Sports, former racer. To talk to us about San Diego Supercross
1: Ooh. next week. Daniel, are you on line? I'm on the line and ready to go and ready to get down there. What's going on? Oh. Ah, so, you must be a-
2: leaving Oakland as we speak,
1: right? I'm actually a NorCal guy, so I drove home last night <laughs> after the race, slept in my own bed, and now I'm watching my Dallas Cowboys get beat to smithereens. Oh, so it's been, a wonderful Sunday.
2: Oh, I'm sure uh, it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I watched motocross last night.
0: I caught the last one, the 450 main. Trippy
2: little track.
0: It oh. got really ruddy.
2: Yeah, but it was really hard yeah. hard packed at the bottom and soft at the top.
0: Do, and I have to ask, since I have you, do they prep the track between races or do you get what you get if you go last? I oh, don't
1: know. Yeah. So what they do is after qualifying during the day, they'll get in there and completely make over the track. But from that point on, yeah. it's just it's hit or miss. So they can get out there in some of the intermissions, and what they do is they'll go to the parts of the track that might be the most dangerous, yeah. and fix those as, as best they can. But a lot of the track just doesn't get touched. They let it. They let it kind of go, and that actually makes it more challenging for the riders late. So they're, it, they're all used to it by now. They understand the process. But yeah, yeah you're, you're 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 dead on. The parts of the track were pretty tough last night. Do, do
0: the four fifties always go last? Do they rotate through?
1: Yeah, always four fifty's last. That's the four fifty main event. That's that's what everyone's coming to see, and yeah. it's a it's a great system to qualify throughout the night to get them there. And of course, we got the two fifty regional championship mixed in as well. But that yeah. four fifty main event—that's why everyone shows up. And of course, that's when the track's at its worst. Yeah, yeah. it's just three hours of, of wear and tear. But
2: but Daniel, don't you I mean I watch the two fifty and then I watch then the last chance qualifier in the four fifty? I like the two fifty class. I think that class is about as competitive as you can get. Don't don't you kind of agree? I mean the 450 I'm not taking can nothing you just away. You said
0: they come for the 450.
1: Well, I'm not Dave, I you know,
2: but you but you want to watch the 250 class.
1: No, uh, you you actually nailed it. And this is it's a funny joke in the sport of supercross and motocross is of course we want to see the big names in the 450 class, but those 250 riders for the most part are younger riders yep. that are kind of coming through figuring it out and it's it's kind of fun watching them not have it figured out. No. <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
2: Well, it's like they want it more, but they don't um, know why they hungry. they want it um. more
1: until all of a sudden. Exactly.
2: And, and exactly. these and these tracks are so insane lately. I mean, when you look at the overview of that track in Oakland, it made me dizzy just looking at the whoops
0: well the fitness too because of how long it goes and i can't imagine the last 10 15 minutes if you are in the lead or right around that and then you start getting tired and then okay don't think that you know push that aside
2: and 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 and, and as far as i can tell name recognition means nothing
1: because well not not this year i i mean is it? Uh, we're two rounds in so it is, yeah, early. It, it, it is you know, early you don't want to overreact but right now <laughs> it's so wide open because the names you would expect to just be there every week yeah well they have they've had weird nights so right now mm-hmm. you got about eight or nine riders who all think that they can win and yeah. that that's when it's at its best is when uh, that many guys believe in themselves because they're not yes. willing to just settle and yeah. that's what's making it so good out of the gate this year
2: With, without a doubt now and- the but, but coming to petco park yeah, that
0: is so awesome
2: why don't we just race in my backyard i mean <laughs>
0: because there's better seating for the spectators well, dave
2: i got it but but for the riders they are going to get dizzy because that is one small so petite, track yeah.
1: yeah well and and okay if you go back in the history supercross used to be at qualcomm for a long yeah. time and it's a pretty big floor. It was always known for that. Yeah. And then Petco obviously does have a smaller floor. It's got more the square baseball floor than the Qualcomm did, but uh, they use it well. Our, our track crew is so good. Yeah. At, at maximizing that floor space, and yeah, it, it's a little bit smaller of one, but I've already looked at the track map, and it, it's a good one. I think it'll be a good huh. racetrack. The first two have been awesome, and. For me, in my line of work, I just, I'm just i all about the stadium. I love different stadiums. Mexico's yeah. always been a good one to work in. And you're right by downtown. The pits are yeah. right there. It's just got a good feel. So um, for me, though, it's always the weather. I always check because I just <laughs> want to make sure with the open roof yes. that we're okay. And it's looking like we're going to have an okay week and a great weekend, so uh, it, sh- it should be off. Awesome. Yeah, it
0: was raining on our monster trucks in the morning yeah, yesterday but, morning, and then it was and then it was a wonderful day. But those
1: guys, yeah, the monster trucks—that's
2: one thing. But but the motocross guys, boy, oh boy, oh boy.
0: It looks like so San Diego, I believe, is the third of seventeen stops. Correct. That's correct. And yep. we have some locals. I was looking oh, yeah. up the names, and I saw Mitchell Falk from Costa Mesa. It's at Carlsbad, but I think Costa Mesa. Dylan Schwartz, Alpine, Hayden Deegan, Temecula, Christian Craig, Temecula, Ryan Surratt, Corona. Like, there's some people to
1: go. And
2: and we have a Toyota dealership that sponsors Toyota of Escondido. <laughs>
1: yeah. They sponsor a lot of people. Don't they, though? <laughs> it's, a it's a funny joke at Supercross. Whenever a rider's on the podium, they think they're sponsors. And they all seem to ride for Toyota at uh,
2: Toyota Escondido. Uh, they all do. And if you go to Toyota Escondido, there's nobody there riding a motorcycle. Oh, really? I mean, it's all Toyota. It just happens to be management has always been. Oh, good for them. Moto well, it's like Toyota or it's like El Cajon Ford. Yeah,
0: sponsor. You know,
2: sponsors Barona Speedway. At, well, but they are the owners actually race. Yeah, so that's, that's another thing. That's but you know, it's. It's such a good race. I mean, and I think motocross has come such a long way. They figured out the combination. The races are not stupid long. You know, they're just enough enough time that you could come up from behind. You could make an impact. Anybody can make a mistake. And, boy, I tell you what, there were some crazy ones last night.
0: Yeah, I saw right when uh, Jason Anderson took the lead. Like yeah. that's right when we turned it on. Riding a Kawasaki, I have a little KX100, so oh, I was nying, happy nying. to see that. <laughs> My little
1: sweet. Well, he was happy, too. Yeah. I mean, he just moved to Kawasaki. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, and, and, I'll, and I'll give you some background on kind of how this works. Kawasaki, I mean, it's a very powerful franchise in our sport. They've done a lot of great things. They've had Ryan Villopoto. They've had Eli mm-hmm. Tomac. And mm-hmm. when Eli Tomac left them, there's this void, and you're, you're kind of wondering – is this team going to be as good as they've been the last 10 years? And they took a chance on Jason Anderson. He's a he's a 2018 champ, so mm-hmm. they, they know he had something.
0: Yes, but not and for a it, while. <laughs> it
1: been, well, it had been 47 races yeah. since he had won. Mm-hmm. So last night, I mean, the energy on the floor with the Kawasaki team and Jason, it was big for both because for Jason, he finally gets mm-hmm. a win again. And for Kawasaki, they went, wow, we did make the right decision. Yes. We got the right guy and we could keep on with our winning ways.
0: Yeah. 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 It looked like he was holding back tears
1: yeah <laughs> he's a pretty strong guy uh up front but i think deep down in there he was there there might have been a few because it's he's had a he's had a rough and bumpy yeah. road since he won his championship and a lot of people doubted that he still yeah. had it and he's always known that he has he said that in our press conference he said i i've known this was coming again and yeah. to finally get it it's probably such a relief for the guy because he, he is a great rider a great right. competitor and it it had just been a long time since we'd seen it.
2: Well, yeah. and he's a great representative for the sport as well. You know, he, he he comes across well. Kids look up to him. He's got the right attitude. Yeah, no, it was a it was a fun it was fun last night. I enjoyed I actually didn't go to monster trucks just so I could stay home and watch. What?
0: It. Does Dirt Dude know that? <laughs> so it's the next Saturday, correct? The twenty yeah. second. What time what time does it start? When should spectators be there?
1: I mean, it, it depends on if you want to just come for the race. I would recommend hitting the whole day. Oh, I'd yeah. get out there at noon. We have the Fan Fest. That's pretty awesome. There's a lot of activation. You get to see all the bikes up close. And like you were saying, the bikes, I mean, the whole sport has just continued oh. to modernize. The motorcycles are insane right now. So to get out there and be able to see them up close, see the riders. Do you have to pay to extra all for that? Qualifying. No, if you bring an empty monster can, well, you have to have your regular <laughs> ticket. But if you bring an empty monster can to recycle... Gets you into the fan fest, and you get to okay. partake in everything. It's pretty good to awesome. know. Good yeah. to know. Brittany, monster does that.
2: Go buy a monster drink. I don't want to see you in the trash can looking for a monster <laughs> drink. Okay,
0: but I want to see the bikes up close, Dave.
2: Well, I don't know. You probably did. Did you see that one segment? And I think it was Kawasaki. I'm not 100 percent sure where they did that breakdown of the swing arm and the engine, oh. and and where they did the mounts and what have you. That yep. was the best, because I think that would educate a lot of riders.
0: I wish we had you longer.
2: Yeah, we're going to get uh. you back. Hey, well, maybe we'll have you call back after San Diego. You give us a blow-by-blow.
1: Blow. No problem. Call me up. All
2: Thank right, you Daniel. so
0: much, Daniel.
2: Alright, we're going to take a small break, but a gun. Oh, uh, Guns Owners radios. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The
0: answer. <laughs>